On tonight's late night edition of Locked on Lightning, we discussed what to look forward to in game five. We discussed some of the things as well as what we saw in the previous game. All that and more. But first, let's play that music. Your Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'd like to thank all of you for making this your first listen of the day. Today's episode is strictly audio. So for those of you who normally are watching us on YouTube, unfortunately, uh, we are strictly on the auto platform. But don't forget that all our audio-based episodes are available wherever podcasts are distributed that means spotify itunes google play wherever they play them in audio form we are there on this episode of locked on lightning we discuss our the last performance game four in which the lightning tied things up in miraculous fashion and i say that just because i feel like and maybe this is just my personal experience i i Due to the reception or or the feedback that I haven't been getting from Lightning fans, Lightning fans have been overly optimistic because we we all know what this Lightning team is is capable of, and and them being the two time defending Stanley Cup champion, you can never count them out, even when they're down two nothing in a series, which we saw in this one. But given the reception that I saw from from Ranger fans. And maybe the, I, I spoke about this in the episode that is coming out tomorrow uh, with with Locked On Rangers host John Chick. I, and I've been kind of throwing throwing shade at, at Ranger fans all, all series long. But it, it seemed like Ranger fans thought this series was over. They, they, they figured that, well, you know what? We're up to nothing on the defending champs. They were, they were off for a week. We got them. This is in the back. Well, look what happened. This is why you play best of best of seven, not best of five. And Lightning did a very good job battling in this game. I spoke when I spoke with Locked On Rangers host John Chick, and and I, to a certain degree, I still believe this even after going back and rewatching certain parts of the game, uh, except for maybe the third period, we could probably chalk that one up to the Lightning. For the most part, even though the Lightning were up two nothing going to the third period, I really thought that. It was the kind of game, and we've seen this numerous times throughout the season, and and this is just the nature of what is the beautiful game of hockey, is that I I didn't feel, and, and maybe this was me being a little paranoid, but I didn't feel like the Lightning had a tight grip on this team. There, This was the kind of game, and, and, and even though they were playing well along the boards, they were forcing turnovers in the neutral zone. They were doing a very good job of allowing Vasilevsky to have, uh, I, I wouldn't say easy saves, but, but saves that were manageable and sequences that were manageable uh, for this defense. But I, I, I still feel like it was the game in which a, a, you fight for a puck along the board and it squirts out to the middle of the ice and then all of a sudden you have two on one 
down low and Vasilevsky's left out to dry, or you have uh, a, a puck squirt out to, to, to a Ranger all alone in front of Vasilevsky. Kind of, kind of somewhat similar of a play of what we saw to a certain degree uh, on the Kucherov breakaway goal, which, by the way, great, great pass from, from Andre Palat, and we'll talk about him in just a bit because he is – Really started to turn it on in this series. He is he is slowly but surely getting it together. Three points for him in this game. Uh again the game winning goal in game game three. Uh so so really just you, you're starting to see a lot of these players turn on and and but and you saw it in this game. And and I've spoken about it numerous times when it comes to being successful in the playoffs and, and not only that, but successful in the regular season. Is that Good teams find ways to win games. And we saw more of that where the Lightning really had to to fight for it last minute, that dramatic last-minute goal from Andre Palat, 40 seconds left in the third period. Guy who, I admit, I have I've really been super critical of all season long, but I think I have a good reason to be, considering he, he plays on the first line. He plays along Steven Stamkos and at times Nikita Kucherov as well. And there was nights this season as well as in the early portion of the playoffs in which you really didn't – I, I think if you weren't a fan of the Lightning and, and you weren't familiar with these Lightning teams, uh, with this Lightning players, I, I don't think I, – I think the last time that you would – think of Andre Palat would be from the opening lineups when they would announce those because I there was certain times especially in this playoff run where you would have never have thought that he was on the ice now I'm not saying Andre Palat has to go out there and score 20 30 goals average a point a night I'm not saying that or average a goal a night but he has had his chances believe me he had has he has had his chances this season where he just hasn't capitalized on those. But listen, I'm not going to sit here and 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 nitpick everything that Andre Palat has or has not have done. I'm just happy with where he is right now. And and granted that that goal that he scored the other night in game 4 was an empty netter. But still, you're looking at other players on this team. You know, I'm not talking about Steven Stamkos. I'm not talking about Nikita Kucherov. I'm talking about guys like Pat Maroon, guys like Zach Bogosian, uh, those guys who who had their names stamped all over this game, as well as on along with Andre Palat. Um, Pat Maroon getting the first goal of the game, getting the lightning going in the first period, uh, only. 238 into the first and that's that goes back to how well rounded this team and 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 how capable everybody from top to bottom on this team is a is is capable of of really scoring goals at any given time And, and that's really something that i think is the key for the lightning in this series is that they have guys from top to bottom, whether they have they have played in the Stanley Cup final 
or they are just starting out. They they know what to do already. You look at a lot of the players on this team, the 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 Ross Coltons, the even Riley Nash, who I'll admit I'm not super happy about him being in the lineup. I I I I'm not gonna sit here and criticize Coop because Riley Nash has played uh mostly with the lightning this year. He was he was put on waivers and then he was reclaimed and, and all that. We're not gonna get into that. But <clears throat> Riley, I, I would be I would I would rather just because of past experiences and, and this might be you know, this is not really gonna be something that's gonna make or break the series for me. But at the same time, I, I I think that I would rather see Alex Andre uh, Alex Barboulet out there instead of Riley Nash, just because Boulet was out there last year in the playoffs and he had his moments where he really came up big for this team. And I understand why he's not, given he's he struggled with inner injury. He he was not with the team for a while for a little bit this year. Uh, you didn't really see much of Boulet up at the NHL level this year, but I it, maybe that's a little bit of nostalgia on my part and, and going back to your old bag of tricks. But it, like I said, Riley Nash isn't going to really make or break it for me. Guys like Alex Kalorn, on the other hand, are. Alex Kalorn, who did not have a point in this game. Um, he's another one where I'm not going to kill him on his lack thereof of, of points. Um, I would just like to see more of him. I would just like to see his presence be felt. Um, I, I would like to see a little bit more physicality from him. Um, there, there are shifts on the ice where he, we don't really see much from him. So I would, I would really like to see more of Alex Klorn. And, and I'm not saying this is anything critical. I'm saying this more is because he has, has shown that he could perform at such a level, especially in the playoffs. And, and and really, that's what it comes down to with this Lightning team is that they're not going to beat the Rangers, this young, inexperienced Rangers team. They're not going to beat them by simply scoring goals and getting to these shootouts with them. They're not going to beat them simply by by the Andre Vasilevsky, Igor Shosturkin matchup, which everybody is super excited about, yours including. Um, no, they're not going to beat them like that. They're going to beat them by utilizing their depth. And, and having all the players on all four lines and all three defensive pairings showing up and doing their part. So we'll talk about more about that, and, and we'll preview game five in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our sponsor of the day, and that is, and, and actually our only sponsor of the day, and that is Built Bar. Now, do you love chewy chocolatey brownie? What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? So good. What if I told you you could have all those chewy, chocolatey, delicious, plus 17 grams of protein? You're in luck because the caramel brownie bars are available at built.com right now. And you got to act fast because they're a fan favorite. Forget about dessert. These are better than dessert. Plus, the macros are unreal 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only four grams of sugar. I would replace a regular brownie with built caramel brownie bar in a heartbeat. So go to Belt.com, use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Belt.com. All right, looking at Game 5. And, and before we get into Game 5, I just want to say thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. Go ahead and give us a follow on our social media pages at 
LO underscore lightning on Twitter as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow on Twitter at Danky Dank, D E N K Y D E N K. And give us a follow on our YouTube channel. It's slowly building. We, we blew up there for a minute, kind of slowed down. But listen, I know that you guys are doing your best. But remember, and, and some of you, the, 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 the numbers don't lie. You guys are watching the videos. We got to subscribe. That gets, makes us bigger and bigger and bigger. And we could provide more and more content to all of you. So looking at game five. Now, now the thing is, it, 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 it's, the game plan isn't really going to change. Now, the, the Lightning obviously want to win this because you're, you're on a roll right now. Uh, coming back from down 2-0 is, is already big enough within itself. We kind of spoke about it a little, little bit. Um, when the Lightning were going into game three, only 13.6% of teams in NHL history have gone on to win the series after going down 2-0 in a series. And I don't worry about that kind of thing. Um, it, it's just one of those things that you got to talk about it just because it's there. But that's not something I'm really thinking about. I I, I just more so think that the, the Rangers who haven't lost a, a game at the Garden up in New York since game one against the Penguins in that, I believe, it's three overtime uh, game. I, I think it's very important for the Lightning in this game, not only just because you, you want to get out to a, a good start, you want to get game three, uh, you want to get game five in your pocket so you can go back home and have that chance of wrapping things up. I, I think that the Lightning, it, it is very important because the Rangers are going into this game with, I would have to imagine, a little bit of hubris. And, and I say that because this team has been so successful at home. And the Lightning have shown that they are able and, and are able to win games on the road. That's not a problem. I just feel like the, the, the earlier you take this team out of the game and you take that crowd out of the game, I feel like the Lightning won't have to labor as much in this one. Now, I, I don't think this will be a highly intense game. Uh, I mean, the juices will be flowing, um, but I, I don't think we're going to see as much physicality in this game. I think we're going to see a lot more just pure hockey plays and sequences. I, I think that that little tilt between Hagel and Vetrano and game four kind of sent the message to everybody, all right, we, we got it out of our system. Let's just play hockey now. And you kind of got the feeling the rest of the game from there. Um, like I said about game four, I, I I didn't really think, even though, you know, the score might dictate, you know, different, but or, or even if you look at, at the third period, uh, the Lightning did uh, pretty much take things uh, in their pocket by then. But I, I really think that the Lightning really need to come out and jump on the Rangers. I really think they need to take control early on. Um, the encouraging thing about Tampa, what they what I've seen over the last couple of games, win or lose, is that they've done a good job of 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 not of not waiting around, not being a reactionary hockey team, settling in relatively quickly. And when I say relatively quickly, I mean quickly uh, for Tampa. Um, you know, I've spoken about it in detail that all year where really that that has been one of Tampa's biggest downfalls is kind of just waiting for the game to sort itself out. And then you start kind of playing. 
Um, I think, especially against a young team like New York, especially with that kid line that they have, which, you know, I'm not ever wishing for a player to to get hurt or be hurt for an extended period of time. And plus, you know, you don't, that's not really the way you want to win. But, I mean, we, we might get a little bit of a reprieve here in game five just with with Philip Heedle from that kid line being out. We'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm not holding my breath on that. Uh, if he plays, he plays. If he doesn't, then, you know, that that's, that's great for the Lightning. One less headache you have to worry about there. But you can't worry about the guys on the other side of the ice. You can only worry about what you can do. And, and really what the Lightning need to do is just go out there and play their game. Slow the game down. And, and if you if they do that, though, that simple thing as well as I, I think we're going to see a lot more shot blocking in this game from Tampa. I think we're really going to see them buckle down on the shooting lanes. Uh, and, and we saw in that Panther series how well that worked and, and how easily that Panther team got frustrated and i really think that's going to be the key for this lightning team going forward um and and i really think that's the kind of thing that settles you into a game uh regardless of how you're feeling so we'll see i i think that we're going to see the same guys step up in this game i would expect big games from Corey perry big games from nikita kucherov uh the offensive attack is 100 percent going to run through him i would expect him to play 25 plus minutes which I'm not too crazy about, but at the same time, I'm listen, it's working. Um, I, I would just like to see him be a little bit more decisive uh, on certain sequences. It kind of feels like he holds onto the puck a little longer than he should. And then the lanes, whether he wants to pass it off or, or shoot, kind of close down relatively quickly. So I would like to see him kind of, you know, either just take the initiative of, of, of shooting on net right away if he has the shot, because, you know, what the hell? If you have the shot, you take it. He has one of the best wristers in the in the league, uh, so you got to take that. Uh, if, if there's somebody open, that's great, but um, you know, don't get too crazy with it. Don't get too pass happy. And of course, Steven Stamkos, uh, he has just continued to show uh, when he's healthy, he is one of the best players in the National Hockey League. And, and really, when you look at all those things with Vasilevsky involved, because I think he's the one player that we. It, it goes without saying that he needs to have a good game. Um, as long as the lightning uh, back check does a good job of just limiting the traffic in front and winning the battles in front of Vasilevsky, I think Vasilevsky is going to be completely fine. I'm not worried at him at all. He kind of you kind of saw it, especially in that third period, that he's really starting to 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 get in a groove there. And I would expect more of the same, and and hopefully it could carry over into Game Five. So we're going to wrap things up right now. Just don't forget. To like and subscribe to the pod. Give us a follow on our social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. I was thinking we we change things up for game five. Uh, this is the biggest game the lightning will have played all season long. And and, and whether you tweet out to the page and, and we'll post a video in the morning. Uh my my cross my my crossover with John Chick, so don't forget to do that. Uh if you want to comment on that on YouTube uh, and, and, and I'll, and I'll send out a tweet at some point as well and on the Instagram page. So that's why you got to keep an eye on it. Um, we might do a live show. I was thinking we'd do that. We'll, we'll play it by year. Um, we want to see how many people would be interested in that. 
So don't forget and comment below the next YouTube uh, YouTube video or uh, on Twitter when we send out the tweet. So go ahead and make sure to do that. Uh, but if anything, we'll be back for a post game reaction tomorrow night. So don't forget to look for that after the game. Um, I will be dropping a reaction video as well as uh, dropping an episode as well. So don't forget to do that as well as we'll be discussing uh, things Friday morning because I'm sure it's going to be a, a, a an action-packed game. Like I said, I don't think it's going to be as physical as maybe some people would like to see out of these two teams. We kind of got out of that, all that stuff out of our system at this point, so I'm not really too worried about it. Plus, I think that allows for the Lightning to focus on other things. So we'll see. Uh, but in the meantime, that will been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.